Welcome to the X-Men Roundtable, an amazing group of divorced men who show up each week to a candid and short discussion about life after divorce from our various and unique experiences. I'm Jason Blount. Thank you for joining me and my friends Peter Hobler, Dustin Drun, Larry McGinnis, and Stuart Young. Here we walk shoulder to shoulder with other divorced dads simply trying to do one right thing after another as we share about relationships, fatherhood, ex-spouses, mindset, and much more. This is the X-Men Roundtable. Well, welcome back, everybody. Thanks so much uh, for joining us once again. You know, we've been on this topic of identity, and the more we talk about it, you know, we use the analogy, you can go down different rabbit trails of different topics, and we discovered that they're really just highways. We can just talk about the facets of our identity going through a divorce on the other side of divorce. So here with me today is our my friend uh, Larry and Peter and Dustin, and we're all going to continue on this journey talking about our, our identity and really how do we want to shape our identity? And when we say shape, that means purposeful. We can, I think we can agree we're going to talk about it. We can let um, circumstances kind of dictate what our identity could be. But now we have an opportunity, and that's really at the heart of this, to shape our identity. Now that we're going through a, a traumatic or, or maybe it's not so much a traumatic experience, but really it's an opportunity to kind of see what's ahead of us and how we want to shape our identity and our future. So with that, we'll kind of lead in the group. Well, one of my uh, a quote came to mind when we were talking about circumstances right there, Jason, and so many people think their circumstances define them. Mm-hmm. It's so untrue. You define your circumstances. You define your circumstances. So in shaping your identity, first you have to figure out what you want your identity to be so you can shape it. So I think gaining clarity for who you want to intentionally be as you move forward in this, this new realm of life. And uh, we just had almost an hour-long discussion beforehand, which is so insightful. Um, but gaining clarity, who and how do you want to be? And it, I think it starts as, as a parent, a parent of divorce. What type of parent do you want to be? What do you want for your kids? And who and how do you have to intentionally be in order to create that environment where your children can thrive? Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. On top of that, on top of that, I think, you know, we've talked about um, recognizing the past you and kind of trying to figure out the differences between who you were and versus who you may want to be in the future going going forward out of divorce. Because you talked about uh, an opportunity, Jason, and it is, it is an opportunity to kind of, we talked about a blank slate, but it's not really a blank slate. It's just, it's, it's moving forward with the benefit of hindsight, right? So you can understand well, that didn't work for me before. How can I make that adjustment course correct so that I don't have that issue in, the, in, the, in my next life? You know, how can I make myself better? And part of that is understanding what you were before and who you were before and how you presented yourself, how you showed up in your marriage, mm-hmm. how you showed up with your kids, how you showed up to yourself. And so if you can change, make those recognition, you know, recognize those things, um, which is kind of the first step. Um, you know, you can't go, you can't figure out where you're going to go until you figure out where you are. So you've got to figure out where you are and then move from there. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, steps. So, so that's uh, steps one and two is like figure out uh, what you don't want and then figure out what you do want. Mm-hmm. Um, and that 
which is, I, I think, is actually harder than it sounds. Uh, you, you know what you don't want, but the possibilities are endless as to what is available to you. Uh, but I, w- one thing I found myself uh, using a lot was uh, uh, finding mentors, um, and they can be hosts of podcasts, which was in my case, and, and the and their guests. So that opened up worlds of possibility for me as to what uh, what I could pot- potentially be, you know, make myself better. Mm. I love that. You know, uh, I was just thinking about this, Larry, about what you don't want to be and what you want to be. There's a speech by Matthew McConaughey. He gives it a commencement ceremony. And that's actually his starting point. Determine who you don't want to be. And then by process of elimination, what's left helps you determine what you want to be. And for me, it was all overwhelming. And to find out what those baby steps were, those small steps were just pretty much all that I can handle. And sometimes when you go through something big, we look at these big external representations. Maybe as guys, we think of places we want to go or conquests we want to have in life or things that we felt we were denied in our relationship, either you know relationally or you know something new and shiny or a place to go to. And we joked about tattoos and talk about cars and things like that. And we said, well, I want those because I never could have that or I never allowed myself, whatever the excuses are. But maybe to ask the deeper question, what is it we what is it we really don't want for ourselves in the future? And what do we really want? And to kind of put ourselves in the future a year from now and say, a year from now, where do I want to be? Not physically necessarily, but what kind of person do I desire to be? What kind of who do I want to show up as a father? Tomorrow, if it's a year from now, how do I want to look back and tell myself, this is who I am a year from now? As a father, I do this and that and the other thing. I show up, I'm present. I'm not always you know, giving to my kids because I'm give according to my resources what I can do, but I'm present with them. I'm, I'm, I'm delivering value to them. I'm loving on them. And I'm, I'm physically fit. I'm emotionally, I'm spiritually whole or I'm working towards that. I'm engaged with people. I'm, I'm giving value or maybe I held myself back from sharing who I really am. You know, what do you want to be a year from now? And then to kind of backtrack that because that's a, that could be a big task in itself, right, guys? So you kind of backtrack and you come across what are those small steps that are going to build to that compelling future of yourself? And for me, um, you know, like Larry shared, those podcasts and things like that, you, you listen to people that are inspirational. I found having a morning routine and really kind of creates kind of framework through where I can, I know that today I not only made my bed and brushed my teeth, but I had some time to myself for some reflections and quiet time. And then I did some physical fitness, maybe I went for a walk or a run or weight room or yoga or jogging, whatever it is that you do that makes you feel good. And then I'm ready to hit the day. And then through the day, I decided I'm going to, I'm going to drink a gallon of clean water each day. I'm going to eat the right foods. I'm not going to drink alcohol or look for things that kind of, kind of anesthetize myself or buffer myself for how I feel. And if I stumble, I'm going to be gracious to myself. And you start building these little frameworks of healthy habits that are really small shifts that lead to great big changes in our lives. But those, because that the big compelling future, something seems like, wow. I just want that big shiny car. That'll be all right. But really thinking about those small shifts we can make and kind of creating who you want to be. And then having those conversations with your kids that you kind of were a little hesitant having before because you felt that's eh, too vulnerable or that's mom's job. Well, no, now you're your dad and you're the parent and they need you to show up all the more because they've got questions too. 
So you take those those small steps there too, and you step forward to that uncomfortableness, knowing that that in a year from now, you knowing that's going to lead you towards where you want to be a year from now. And I think that's so so true, Jason. And to further hone in, sometimes being a little bit more specific in the questions we ask ourselves can really really be supportive and helpful and guide us. So, for example, you were talking about you know, what type of parent do you want to be. Well, for me, that was the questions I, I then asked myself, well, what type of example do I want to set for my daughter, which is so aligned with what do I want to teach her? What type of relationship do I want to have with her as she continues to grow? And, you know, back then she was three, now she's 23. And I think that's absolutely key. But as we start to do the work, ask the questions to gain clarity for who we want, it's easy to know who you don't want to be and what you don't want. So to hone in and gain clarity for what you do want, make sure that you're honing in on the things you're passionate about, which you know for me was all about at that time, having what type of relationship I wanted with my daughter, be aligned, figure out what does it mean for you to be in integrity? What is integrity to you? And what are your core values? And make sure that as you move forward and determine the things you want, which then leads to the type of person you want to be, that you're aligned in integrity based on your core values and living with passion. The word intention was what as a word that we used a little bit ago and, you know, living your life with intention and, and, and also I think the missing part about this is gratitude. I think, um, you know, there's gratitude in this, in, in this experience. And there's, you know, if it's, if you can find the gratitude in your life today, just if you're fresh into it, out of a divorce, if you're going through a divorce, um, whatever, there's gratitude in it somewhere. And if you can find that part of it and find something to be grateful for, um, it makes the process a lot easier as you're shifting and becoming this new person, this new identity of, of, of whatever. But the intention is also important. You can't just, like you said, go through life and just kind of let life handle you. You have to kind of take it by the, by the, take the bull by the horns a little bit and decide, you know, Larry, you said it earlier, you make a decision and make an act, take action on that decision of who you're going to be. Um, you know, and it doesn't like, it, like you said, Jason, it doesn't have to be major, major, huge, you know, major oversweeping changes. It starts with sw one small decision a day, wake up, get your bed. Like you said, make your bed, brush your teeth, start there. And, and, uh, you know, talk to your, maybe have a conversation with your, with your kid <laughs> or something, you know what I mean? S something small. And, and those small changes, like you said, Jason, will become major identity shifts over time. And, and uh, at the end of it, you will look back and be surprised at how much you accomplished in that time. Yeah. I speak from experience. Totally. And uh, Dustin, I think um, uh, the magic word uh, is uh, is gratitude. Um, it, there's something that happens in the brain. You know, if you if you are consciously grateful for the sunny day, the, the roof over your head, whatever, and you're and you're consistent about the things you're grateful for every day, it does something to your brain that opens you up to more possibilities. Um, uh, or you're, or if there's something in particular you're aiming aiming for, um, and you're great, you show gratitude toward that thing that may not exist 
in the physical world at the moment, but for some reason it lines your brain up to, or lines up brain, your brain in reality. So that it, it gets a little woo woo, but it does manifest uh, <clears throat> the situation you're looking for. Right. I think that's a great place to land the plane on this is gratitude, right? Yeah. Because, and it, and, and it, I don't want to counter openly, but, but when you said woo-woo, just so everybody knows, there's something that truly happens chemically in our brains. Mm. And, and we would call it woo-woo, but it's, we use that term to kind of dismiss things we don't understand, right? But gratitude really chemically makes changes in our bodies and in our brains. And it, but it helps our perception. And again, land the plane on gratitude. What a great place to do that because yeah. you're right. It, it is being grateful for what we have who we are and start being grateful for who we are and take account and, and then responsibility make those steps we talked about. Yeah, I, I, I did I did put air quotes around woo-woo. I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Again, yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. Is, is, as we wrap up, guys, is there anything else? Any any of the last quick final thoughts as we land the plane? Uh, just what, my last thought would be just uh, gratitude for the lessons we're learning the hard way. Everybody thinks about gratitude for all the good things, too. But as we go through the challenges, encounter, and figure out how to deal with the problems in life, uh, those are the biggest lessons of life right there. So certainly be grateful for those. Hmm. And then just, I think that's, our, that's a good call to action, too, is just, you know, make an intention every day to find something to be grateful for, whatever, however big or small, however good or bad. Um, there's, 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 there's grace in everything, positive or negative, and you need to look for it. I mean, there's grace in a divorce too. And um, yeah. Uh, make a list, write down a list of three uh, things you're grateful for. Keep a, keep a journal every day, of that. Every day for 30 days. Every day for 30 days. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Man, I enjoy talking to you guys about this stuff. <laughs> like it's so encouraging, so refreshing. Um, and I hope that everybody's listening to this finds equal value. And you're free to reach out to any one of us uh, for whatever your needs are. We'd love to help you out. And until next time, we'll be seeing you back here. Thanks so much. Thank you, everyone. Well, I'd say that's a wrap. We hope that our time together has inspired you, lifted you up, and given you hope. We all know how difficult divorce is, and so we believe it's important to share these things and let you know that you're not alone. As a man, as a father, as a human being, it matters how you show up in this world. So hang in there. Now, if you like what you got out of this episode, please be sure and hit the subscribe button below and leave us a comment or review. Oh, and please be sure to recommend it to a friend as well. Now, for more information about this episode and about us X-Men, simply check out the episode description. If there's a topic you'd like us to cover or just want to drop us a comment or a question, you can reach us at thexmenroundtable at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you and we'll support you in any way that we can. Now, until next week, friends, this has been the X-Men Roundtable.